0: Shit, I got no witty retort to intro the show other than I'm here for all the motherfucking smoke. If you're not here to watch this shit, you can come see me outside at the parking lot, behind the Walgreens, in the field, ready to throw down. Throwing smoke, baby. I'm Joe B. That is Randy right there, Mr. Uncle Randy, pounding that shot away. Cheers, sir.
1: Ah, damn, that's nasty. Pure vodka. Ooh. Ooh. That shit is rough. <laughs> yes, that is. <laughs> yeah, what's popping, baby? Been uh telling you what. I was giving all that shit to the UFC for having so many cards, and now this lull, and I regret bitching about how many cards there were.
0: Well, I mean, part of it, right, we, it was good because we had the holidays. It was nice. You get to spend time with your family. I had a lot of family shit come up that I really wasn't looking forward to, but when your family needs you, you're there. Uh, for sure. I said, death in the family. Gotta, gotta be around. But holidays are over. Now we're back.
1: We are back. We got some, uh, some big shit coming up in the near future for in the MMA world. We got some big fights coming up. We got a pretty good little card this weekend. So I'm excited to get back into it. Hell yeah,
0: it. dude! The return of Overing. The return of Struve. That's that's the almost more impressive one. Ben Rothwell coming out of who knows where some closet somewhere (laughs) just
1: dude that guy needs to shake his shoulders (laughs) him and arlovsky Uh. and that was their last fight i don't know if you remember but rothwell's coming off two losses he lost to ivanov the guy that Derek lewis just beat and he lost he got uh destroyed for three rounds by arlovsky so he's coming off two subpar performances struve Lost three in a row, won his last one by an arm triangle, but before that he had lost three in a row. This both these guys are begging to get out of the octagon. Oh, yeah. Uh
0: I mean maybe they can then go over to Bellator and make a little bit more cake, but to be fighting still after their time in, uh you almost almost feel bad. Like they're almost at that point where you're you want them to stop fighting, but I'm sure because they were so early in the history of the ufc that their pay is not what they're getting paid now like you want to be a fighter now because you're making more money than you would 10 years ago 12 years ago unless you were those top guys for sure and then you got 245 right around the corner Usman and covington dude i'm i mean that whole card is sick
1: i'm I'm
0: very excited for that one Uh, is that going to be the last one for the year
1: that. Yeah, that's the last one. That's the main. The last, you know, pay per view. Right. But I think the best fight on that card that I'm looking forward to is seeing Manda Nunez back. Hell yeah, honestly, the goat. Hell yeah, I.
0: By now, she is the goat out of all, anybody. Right? I mean, the legend killer.
1: She she killed them all. Huh? I don't. I don't know of another fighter that you can necessarily say that about. That, KO'd the best. In the fucking whole company when they were in their prime. I know that uh, Verdum, uh beat a couple of legends, but they were toward the ass end of their careers. Legend killers? I don't think there's one better than fucking Amanda Nunez.
0: I don't think so. I think she's definitely becoming one of my favorites to watch inside and outside. Like she's just a genuine person that you, there's no attitude with her outside the ring.
1: Here's what my big my big thing about two forty five. What interests me the most is people have turned so anti Colby Covington. They were <laughs> anti anyway because of the stick, uh, yeah. right? But now it's it's even grown worse to where there's like a lot of vile hatred. And when he beats Usman, how much of a nightmare is he going to be to negotiate with in the UFC? I think he's fucking himself. He's almost making himself. Where he's not going to be, where Dana's just not going to negotiate with him.
0: Well, I mean, it depends on what he draws in too. That's if you're bringing the eyeballs, they're going to go to the table with you at any time. But if you're not, if you're just running your mouth, and even if you're winning, but you're still not bringing in the numbers, they're not going to fuck with you.
1: Oh, oh, for sure. But here's my thing: is where he lucks out is when he beats Usman, and because Masvidal. I think the Masvidal-Nick Diaz fight is about to be announced. Nick Diaz posted a cryptic thing on his Instagram yesterday about big news coming up about a fight. Jorge has acknowledged that he wants to honor that run back. And if he fights Nick, that honors the run back to Nate, just so everybody's clear. That's the same as running it back with Nate, as far as honoring his commitments. Like, they can't give him shit and make him fight Nate again, which he always could, but this makes up for it and Jorge's been getting stem cell treatments on his uh hands out in LA which shows you that he's not getting surgery so it's kind of a temporary patch so I think he's gonna fight Nick be the first time I've ever picked against the Diaz but I would take Jorge in that fight and as long as Connor does his thing and beats Cerrone those <sighs> two are fight. Dude, I
0: am Telling you, I know. I, I do not want to see that fight at all. I am not interested <laughs> in it. If anything, wait, He if he beats Cerrone, I don't know. Uh, Justin Gaethje. I'd rather see him here. I've always wanted him see uh, to see him fight Holloway again, just so Holloway could get that back. But I, I doubt That's he'll true. ever go back down to one forty-five. I could. I don't know, dude. I, I would rather see him fight. He begin to give him that versus watch Masvidal pound the fuck out of him. He's not a he's not a hundred seventy pound a uh, hundred seventy pound fighter to try to get up that big. He's just not there. He's gonna
1: get destroyed. Yeah. Well, I think that's his whole point. Like Connor's smart, right? I think the reason he's fighting Cowboy at one seventy, and why he would fight Jorge at one seventy. Is because he can always have the fallback of I'm not a real 170er; those don't count. And Dana will back him and say the same thing. He's too little; he's just got big balls. Even though Masvidal has fought at 155 before, Nate was a long time 155er. Right. This whole like size thing is a, a built-in excuse. Now it works for him, and he's a genius because he uses everything. He premeditates everything. Connor, you know, you got to give him that. He knows what he's doing. But here's the kicker. If Cowboy really wants to win this fight, I'll know it pretty soon. Because Cowboy could submit him easy. Cowboy's got very underrated jiu-jitsu and yeah. submissions. Nobody talks about it because he's such a good striker, but his ground game is disgusting. If he never tries to take Connor down, then you know they made a gentleman's agreement to stand and bang. And a lot of fighters do that. They, they talk before the fight, and they'll say, we're going to keep it standing. Give him a show.
0: I'd still think I'd rather see him fight a fight that he can win. I just don't see it with Masvidal at all. I don't really see it with Gaethje. I think Gaethje's, Gaethje would fucking knock him out.
1: Yeah, I mean, but in all that, like lost in it, I'm super happy for Cowboy. I think this Payday. is his. This is his belt. More so, even more than a belt. This is his. He's finally going to be paid for all those short notice step ins for fighting four and five times right. a year. Finally, the pay that uh, he deserves. Yeah,
0: that I agree with. I'm I'm happy for Cerrone to get the fight and and the money that he deserves to get paid after being such the company guy. Oh, you need yeah, a fight? Sure. All right, I'm in. Let's go, fucking let's do it up. Uh, but before we dive to far into those cards though you said you had some questions that we got we can bang oh, shit, that shit yeah. In. yeah i got a couple what's up Instagram. dj by the way we saw you we, we see you
1: dj what up all right joe b what is the plan with throwing smoke is it an interview show or is it an opinion-based mma slash sports show so i mean it's all that shit right
0: we We fucking, we run everything. We're here for it all. There's not one thing I don't want to do. As we evolve and get going, I mean, shit, this is number 11 that we're doing right now. This is episode 11. We are still green, fresh, just both fans of the sport as we, uh, one, work with each other more and get to evolve, learn each other's timing, and watch all the cards that are coming up, buddy beatdowns that we have. The next step is to also bring in fighters to talk to them. Like, I, I want to talk to anybody, all of them. There's a guy in uh, yep. in Manchester, New Hampshire, Tim Karen, that he's fought on the UFC um, Dana White's Contender Series. He's fought on the Bellator Bella nice. card. He's right in Manchester. Why not have him come in or at least reach out and be like, yo, let's come in and talk. You're doing or get to do a thing that I'm a huge fan of and that, you know, in yeah. a different life maybe I could have done.
1: I agree, dude. I'm telling what I love about this and I can't harp on it enough about this show is that it's purely something that I enjoy to do and you enjoy to do. So everything like honestly, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I like that we're going to do what we love and if people want to watch it, I want them to, to come on, but getting fighters on. It's just a dream for, for me and you. I mean, yeah. any of them. We both have so much respect for these guys and what they do. I mean, it started with McDojo life. Oh, yeah. How cool that, was that? That was
0: a fun episode. I think we both, uh, it was interesting to try to both get questions in there and like, oh, well, let me get my place. You know what I mean? And, oh, for sure. And even like, because we have different experiences, so uh, different, they were a lot of different questions. I don't think we, we touched on anything the same at all.
1: Yeah. So sure.
0: to even get fighters and we both see them differently. So to, I mean, talk to any of them, all of them.
1: Yeah. I mean, we got, uh, I talked to, uh, Warren today on Instagram. You know, I, I, I want to get him here to record a right, live with us. Yeah. You know, War, the destroyer Kool-Aid. I mean, dude, man. We got
0: Eric honors coming
1: in two weeks. Dude, that one's huge. Um, I've got a huge, uh, not only a man crush because he was a fucking Bama legend, um, winning a national title at Alabama, but then he, you know, decides, you know what? Hey, I don't like a desk job. Once he was done with football, I'm going to start training MMA. Oh shit. I'm in the UFC within a couple of years. Like, people forget how how raw he still is. And despite his record, which is very good, he won two regional belts before he came to UFC. He's been in every fight. I mean, I think he got robbed against Machida. And he's willing to... He went to Brazil and took on Machida in Brazil. As a new guy and loved it. I mean, I can't wait to talk to that guy. He's fucking... Yeah, dude. And how cool of him to agree to come on. Hell yeah.
0: So, I mean, it's... I want to connect with these people. I would love to go out there. I met Joe Lozon once because his brother was fighting at like a local event before he went into the UFC. So we're fans of the sport. Why would you not want to talk to the people that do that? So it's it's not so much, I mean, it's interview, conversation with fighters, but also give my opinions on what we've watched, right? It's all of it.
1: Uh, absolutely i mean I learn, And here's the thing that's new, that's weirdest to me i'm just now learning it is mma twitter is a yes, whole another it twitter <laughs> and it's different than the other twitter which oh, was a new shit, world dude. to me in its it, own
0: I I heard you talking about it on like Merit AF about being on Twitter and how it's like a, it's an alternate universe. And then you have like universes (laughs) within the universes. Like Twitter is the multiverse. You have like a podcast Twitter and depending on which podcast network you fuck with, you have like that whole universe. And then there, oh, if you get into true crime, I'm sure there's a whole, you know, hashtag uh, true crime podcast, like hashtag MMA Twitter is a beast of a thing. I mean, that's basically what black Twitter is too, right? It's, it's its own universe Mm -hmm. within a universe.
1: But MMA Twitter is strange because you don't know if you're fucking with somebody that is for real uh, trained savage or just some schmuck in his mom's basement. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think not that you can tell some of them, uh, ask real shit like i i like listen to like the fighting yeah. with myself podcast uh from time to time with great the show. and him on twitter he's pretty good it, it's trying to interact with that more uh it's just it's hard man there's so much there's so many people
1: <laughs> yeah there is and there's you know the great thing about it though is you, you're absolutely right with mma twitter though you can pretty much identify who knows their shit pretty quick and it's a you know, I think that those motherfuckers look at that and decide whether or not they're going to fuck with you. Like, because they, they don't want no casuals up in that motherfucker trying to bounce around knowledge. Yeah.
0: Do you do you find it hard to see when you see, like, like Connor stands? Like, if nobody looks at him objectively, you just have him, somebody riding his dick no matter what.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely that for a few different fighters but Connor still it amazes me how polarizing he still is to some people with the lack of credentials in the last three to four years yeah but he's still a needle mover I mean he's still people everyone wants to fight him to get paid right no I agree and I mean it's all for me if he comes out and puts on a show against Cerrone you know I gotta see it though because you know it's a good fight. I think he picked the right opponent, so he'll have somebody that's going to stand up with him and trade. That has, you know, a reputable chin and uh, that isn't going to just take him down and submit him. Although Cowboy could do that, and uh, I would actually like to see that, but <clears throat> I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're going to see a kickboxing fight, and uh, I'm not ready to make my pick yet because I'm on the fence. It's a uh... Fuck, man, I Do don't you know. see
0: him going back to one fifty five? Probably not. Right? He's just going to stay up there.
1: No. Yeah, I think the reason why he's another reason why he's not fighting at one fifty five is Connor's bigger than people think, and he killed himself to make one forty five, even to make one fifty five. One forty five was gross to look at. Yeah. If people remember his weight; they were disgusting. I mean, he looked like he was dying, and he likes to eat, and he's you know. He's not the smallest He's just, you know, stature wise, shortness, he's not that, you know, he's pretty short, but he's got some, uh, he's filled out a little bit more and he hadn't been as active. So I think he just told him there's no way I could cut the weight by January 18th. And to keep it all in line to where Jorge and him can fight, I think they're really basic. I really think, and not to toot my horn, but the Uncle Randy video I <laughs> put out saying how yeah. Jorge gets paid. I really think that's how it's going to roll out. Yeah. I really do think it's going to be Nick, Connor, Colby. Yeah, no, you... And then Jorge can do whatever the fuck yeah, he no, wants. Yeah, no, definitely.
0: You definitely laid out... Shout out to <laughs> You definitely laid out a a solid plan uh, of attack, kind of like what I was saying before, I think one of our first or second episodes about like John Jones, how I see it structuring through in, in his return. But...
1: Yeah, I'm actually back on where i'd fallen off the john jones i've went back and watched some of his fights <clears throat> you know it's good to have fight pass and shit and be able to Lucky. look up shit but and i was listening to brendan schaub and joe rogan did a show that dropped today their joe rogan's mm-hmm. mma show and they were talking about it made an interesting point they were both saying everybody's talking about john hasn't looked as good in his last three fights but they said, go back and watch him. It looks like he's just playing with his food. He hasn't had like a a real challenge, you know, like somebody to really fire his ass up. And he's so good that he can do that. So I, I'm interested to see if we can get a reinvigorated John Jones. And I think he needs to be that way for Dominic Reyes because this is a young cat that's not, you know fucking around. Yeah, no, he's
0: coming in like wide man against Silva. Like he's not yeah. he's not going to be intimidated by the the fuckery or any any of the fakery shit that goes on in the ring. He's probably I would imagine going to be watching those kicks to the knees and able oh, to maneuver maybe. John Jones is still he's one of the goats also. You can't you can't deny what that kid's done.
1: Yeah, I want him to move up to heavyweight, though. If he beats Reyes, he, he's cleaned out. His, he needs to go up and fight somebody new. Solidify himself. I don't think nobody can fuck with him, even at heavyweight.
0: I mean, that's always been the the uh, the question, right? How how good can he do if he goes up? Why hasn't he gone up? I mean, especially with Rumble coming back, does that fight happen?
1: Yeah. well, I haven't heard much from Rumble lately. Where the fuck I think are he's, we with that?
0: He's looking at, what, July or either March or July? Between there for his return.
1: Yeah, I wanna, I'm, I'm, I would love for that to happen. That would actually be great if that's how John Jones welcomed him back to the UFC for a heavyweight bout with Rumble.
0: Couldn't you just kick his legs? I would fucking watch <laughs> that. 2nd yeah. couldn't you just kick Jones' legs? He's got very thin legs. I mean, I'm sure he would check them.
1: Dude, they're so thin, but, but he's so long. Like he's, he's so made. To be a fighter, his wingspan—I mean, it's incredible. You know, he's—he's—he's he's, he's very hard to reach unless you're, which is why Dominic is an interesting fight because he's almost a mirror mm. copy, like long arms, very long arms, long legs, short torso, just like John Jones. So this could be interesting. Last guy that was like that was Gustafson, and the first one, you know, he gave John everything he could take.
0: Yeah, but it makes you wonder if what John was saying is any part of that, like. <laughs> I I I beat you while while doing coke the night before or whatever 3 days you know what I mean oh, a yeah, party in sure. like 3 days before so and then the second fight like he took it to him but oh he destroyed him it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him but yeah back to your question we're we're here for it all we're going to evolve grow get better and bring on
1: everybody All right, we got one more question. This one's for me. Uncle Randy, but we can both answer. Who's your fighter of the year? All right, we kind of touched on this a couple episodes ago. We were tossing around names. I've went ahead and I've made my claim. My fighter of the year is Jorge Masvidal. It has to be. I've done all the math with the impressive wins. I mean, killing Darren Till, killing fucking Ben Askren, literally killing him, and then... Uh, damn, stopping the Terminator from cuts and, and whooping him the whole time. I mean, people don't get it twisted. He was, now we don't know what Nate would have done. I wanted to see it go on, but up till then, there was no doubt who was in control of that fight. So I got to go Jorge off. Yeah, he ball. would
0: probably be my pick throughout the year. If not, I mean, Justin Gaethje was close. He had good fights throughout what he beat, uh, Cerone, which I mean that one was that is an odd win going back and watching that <laughs> especially where he's waiting for the ref to stop it uh, beating Poirier he was on yeah. the trail to get to Kahib if it wasn't for the whole Tony Ferguson are we going to fight not going to fight now we are going to fight fifth time around uh, but yeah I would definitely agree with you as Masvidal being number one throughout the year
1: Yeah, I would do – I would probably do Gaethje and Stylebender Mm. as my Bs. Like, those would be my three for sure, like, fighter of the year candidates. I couldn't be mad at any of those. Here's where Gaethje fits it. He is so left out with Conor McGregor deciding to fight at 170 and everybody having dance partners and all the 170 talk with, you know, you got Jorge maybe and Conor, all this shit – Gaethje is just kind of sitting there, and nobody wants that smoke. No fighters want to go. Nobody calls out Justin Gaethje, if you notice that, which is crazy. Nobody says, I want that guy, because nobody wants that shit that you're going to get, that Tasmanian devil.
0: Yeah, so what do you do with him?
1: I don't know. Like, I think, I mean, Joe Rogan said today, and I agree with him 100%, that Gaethje is going to be on speed dial, as the fill-in for both the Tony Ferguson and Khabib fight. If somebody doesn't make weight or somebody, he'll be the guy that you know, they pay to make weight and be there just in case. I think he'll also be the guy on backup in case Connor or Cowboy fall out. they fighting at 70?
0: They are fighting at 70. Yeah.
1: And I have no doubt Gaethje would say, shit, I'll fight at 170. Fuck, it. Right. be one of those guys. But he's not going to want to fight Cowboy again. I think you yeah. would for the money. Like if it was to save yeah, the card yeah.
0: and shit. Play that, that company game until they, they owe you that favor.
1: I mean, but the Tony Khabib fight has to happen this time. This is the fifth time that they've made this What do this you do fight. if it don't,
0: though? Some some bullshit happens.
1: and it, it Then it's hexed. Then I say stay away from the shit. Or have them fight on an Indian reservation <laughs> as soon as they're healthy and just fucking... Video it and paper, right? it's gonna just be that. something
0: like if if some bullshit where it falls apart again, what do you do with them they're they're both the top guys how do you where do you go yeah and here's like where where ahead. do you go with that like you if the fight doesn't happen for whatever reason and they have you have to reschedule it you cannot leave that just a question mark of a what if what could have been. they're they're the top guys unless somebody beats either one of them it you keep running it or trying to I
1: agree I mean you never know with it is such a hard weight cut for Khabib to make weight that it's that's always dicey I mean he's put himself in the hospital with his kidneys shutting down and his liver acting up cutting weight to get to 155 now he did it very well his Cut was very good for Poirier, but prior to that, I mean, he had all kind of problems. But here's where I think they fucked up. You know this fight's happening in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. So you got fucking the commission out of New York. Tony is notorious for cutting everybody he fights. Because he's so good with elbows from the bottom and shit. And scrambles and knees and elbows from scrambles. You're going to bleed when you fight Tony Ferguson. And so... What if there's a cut? They're going to fuck uh, Khabib like they did Nate or what?
0: Uh, but the only, I mean, the only difference here is it's actually for a championship belt. True. So if he loses by the cut, which I mean, dude, everything, that, everybody that Tony has faced, his last nine opponents, their face has been like a murder scene. So if if he's able <laughs> yeah. to get that off before the... The ref stop it and dominate it. Then it, it's it it would be okay. Where I I get what you're saying about the the baddest motherfucker belt, where they stopped it over that cut. That cut wasn't really it was big, but it wasn't bleeding. They had stopped it like that, and because yeah, of the title of that belt, they should have let that fight continue on. If this one be, oh if this, absol- <laughs> if absolutely, if this one becomes a bloody mess and they stop it, then, you know, maybe you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. That makes more sense to me than that, and you don't feel as bad for Khabib if, if he loses. He's still a bear.
1: Yeah. Well, here's where the, my biggest, like, I'm actually leaning right now toward Tony, and here's why. Tony's a guy that has no problem being on bottom, no problem. And Khabib is a guy that always is on top. So that's fine. They're both comfortable there. In the position that they're most likely to be in for most of the fight, they're both comfortable. The only difference is Tony likes to strike from there. What's Khabib going to do when he's in his comfort, his trust tree, but he's getting elbows that are opening up his eyebrows? And that's a whole different game. It's never happened to him. When somebody's beating him up from the bottom where he likes to play, if he reverts to standing up – you know, Khabib's clearly not the most polished striker. He'll right. tell you no, that. Yeah. Well. So I hope it happens for God's <laughs> sake. Though if it falls out, fuck well, if it, it
0: falls out, I mean that's Gaethje's. That's Gaethje's spot. Like you said, he he is legitimately the next one that you could take. Because other than that, it'd be Poirier, who's ranked number two. McGregor's ranked number three. So you would yeah. Gaethje's four. You got to give it to Gaethje, which I I would like to see that fight as well. Even if he if even if even he beats Ferguson, yeah. I would like to see Gaethje get the shot afterwards.
1: God, what a good fight that would be. Right? Gaethje and Tony. Dude, that yeah, would be that a too. bloodbath of epic proportions.
0: Tony's got that size, though. He's got that reach.
1: Dude, he's got the Eddie Bravo yeah. jiu-jitsu, man. It's weird. It's a whole different jiu-jitsu. It's an attack, scrambly, you know. Fucking strike while you're in screen Like it's. Tony's a different cat altogether. So I, I love all that shit. Well, I wanted to ask you before we're <laughs> wrapping up or talking about this next card. What is your favorite fight of 2019? Do you. Have you picked one already? Do you know off the top of your head?
0: Uh, the Askering uh, Mosfidal, I thought was. I mean, it. Can you even call that a fight? It was five seconds. Well, three seconds. Of course you can call it a <laughs> dude, fight. It's
1: one of the most epic things I've was ever seen live.
0: was the shit ever. Uh, <laughs> other than that, the, uh, the Kevin Lee uh, one that, one that we watched, dude, go, that shit was crazy. <laughs> and it was fun, like, doing the Buddy Beatdown and having that
1: Sharing that moment where you're like,
0: "Oh shit, dude, what the fuck just happened?"
1: Oh, I know. It sounded (laughs) just like Rogan and all. this shows how much even Uh, Rogan loves it because that's exactly what he does. But we were, oh, it's just
0: not out of nowhere. But it was, it was so perfect. Uh, Yeah, those two. I thought the style bender, Gaslam fight was really good.
1: Clearly, that's a classic. That was pretty good. Uh,
0: I would I don't think I can give a definitive answer yet I'd have to go back to the beginning of the year I, that's the one thing about there's so many fights yeah my,
1: mine I was gonna say mine are the Kevin Lee just cause I enjoyed the experience cause we were you know live and watching it it was very organic and awesome and then my other one was Poirier and uh, Max Ooh. Holloway that was a fucking yeah. fantastic fight you know, Poirier, is probably his best performance ever. You know, Max had went up in weight and uh, showed the warrior that he is because he got pieced up in that fight. Bloodied like a motherfucker, but there's no quit in Max Holloway, yeah. so. Uh, Gaethje Poirier was good. It was. Every fight with Gaethje's good. I mean, you, the my butthole puckers every time he enters the octagon because you don't know what the yeah, fuck's so, going to happen.
0: So many. You're going to have to go back and actually look and see like start from January and, and actually look down the whole
1: list to see that's what i need to do cuz there was a lot of really good fights on mm. undercards this year that you know people don't even probably don't even know the names of the people i may not have known their names but they there was a lot of good prelim fights this yeah, year yeah
0: there was like one of the first cards like right before we started the show that I watched with the wife, that the whole thing from early like UFC fight pass prelims all the way through to the main <laughs> event was like, holy shit, it was a lot of underdog wins, a lot of great fights. Uh, what's his um Was it Casey? Kyle Casey or something like that? him That fought uh, Dennis Bermudez. Like yeah. The dude was like two sizes oh, too yeah. big Hell for yeah. him and, and still – Got the win yep. out of it, like fought hard. There was that ki- that dude from uh Canada, coming off of like the six days that fucking oh, had Rocky, to fight. Yes. Uh, what's his fucking face? That six minute walkout.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, the dude. dancing beauty. Yeah, old dancing man. That was incredible. That may be my favorite, actually. Now that you say that, that was the most. I wanted him yes. to lose more than. <laughs> I've wanted uh, anyone to ever uh, lose.
0: Yes, not not just because like I'm voting for the other guy. It was more just because you're he was a dick. But then hearing the other the guy's story, you're like, yes, dude, you deserve to win. Even if you don't
1: win, you deserve to win. Yeah, I wonder if he's had another fight booked. He has to be. They had to sign at least him, one he more shot. Yeah, fight.
0: right. Oh shit, Tiger something head. Yeah. Eye.
1: Yeah, that's how you make good, for sure. That one's pretty fucking awesome. Oh, shit. Well, shit, so what are you looking at? I want to talk about the UFC on ESPN 7 coming up Saturday. We got Overeem and uh, Big Boy. Can't pronounce his name. I wouldn't even try. (laughs) I just call him Big Boy. That's his... Big Ugly. That's an ugly motherfucker, boy, but what a fucking killer.
0: Yeah, he... he uh, he just fought, um, what was it Orlovsky? Is that I thought there was one more that he had in between that?
1: Yeah, he he knocked out uh, Orlovsky in like twenty nine seconds. Then he had Allen Crowder that he knocked yeah, out. Yeah, so nine I think it was, seconds.
0: Yeah, so it was Ar- after Orlovsky. He he's taken the place of Walt Harris, right? It was supposed to be Walt Harris versus Overeem, and then after uh, mm-hmm. you know the the tragedy with his. His daughter, he had to back yeah. out, dude. That shit's fucked. dude. That shit's heartbreaking.
1: Well, at least uh, the great state of Alabama is yeah. gonna kill that motherfucker. He's All gonna get yeah. death. They've already, they're pursuing death. He'll be, he'll be dead quick in Alabama. Yeah, right saying he shot That's her. That's how we do it.
0: It, it, it. That whole shit's just heartbreaking. That one hurt. Yeah. His um, really his post on Instagram like saying his goodbye to that that was yeah it was tough it was heartfelt sad.
1: you yeah, know shout out to uh you know to step parents just yeah. in that because he's the stepfather but he loved her you know called her daughter all that and uh you know brooks stepmom to my oldest son and i know that <clears throat> that's a role that can be the most beautiful role on mm-hmm. earth when it's done correctly and it takes a really good person to to love somebody else's child like their own, so it sucks. Um,
0: <laughs> looking at the stats, Rosenstreich is nine and zero in the UFC. Still young. <laughs> o- Overeem is forty five and seventeen with one no contest.
1: <laughs> I was like, God damn, bro. Yeah, and he's got forty two kickboxing fights, so he's at ninety one <laughs> professional fights. Uh,
0: but that being said, I'm pretty sure. I'm not pretty sure. I. I'm looking for Rosenstrowick to to win. I want to see some of these younger guys start getting the shots. A lot of these veterans, like, who again, who am I or anybody else to tell Overeem to stop fighting? But after Nganou broke, broke,
1: <laughs> dude, oh God, broke his left neck hook with from that hell. shit. That <laughs> dude, there's no way. Unreal. That was shit you you see in movies or
0: in cartoons with how far his head snapped back. So to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it lifted him off the fucking uh, ground. When an uppercut uh, brings your feet off the ground, (laughs) dude, that's some movie (laughs) shit. Some cartoon shit.
0: To see him still fighting. And if he pulls it out and can get on another, another ride for the title, like I'm all for it. But I want to see new blood and new stars come in and and start making a name. Yeah.
1: I want to see big boy. Here's the interesting thing is, you know, Derek Lewis is sitting back. He wants wants to Mm -hmm. fight Hardy and kill Hardy. And he wants to fight uh, big boy. Big boy gets a win. Either one of those if Derek Lewis picks him. Is going to be a nasty fight. I'd rather see him actually fight Big Boy because that's going to be Derek Lewis's chance to redeem himself from the Ngannou fight because it'll be two Big Boys that can meet in the middle and throw. Because Big Boy comes to finish. I mean, he's never been past the like first minute of Do the you second think, round. Do
0: uh, so. that Lewis and Ngannou run it back at some point to try to make up for that other one?
1: I don't know, man. (laughs) Uncle Dana's weird about that shit. Like, I don't know if he would, I don't think he's got the, he's too good of a businessman. Like, you know, guys, I'm sorry, I can't risk it on you two fucks again. if they're both putting on a tear
0: to get back up to that spot. I mean, he also said that John Jones would never headline a card again. That's true.
1: That's true. (laughs) He does lie. He is a noted liar and he does not give a shit. So (laughs) I would be willing to forgive them again because honestly, out of all that, who learned the most from yeah. it? I think was Ingunu, because everybody really turned on him and, and just, you know, like he was done. And then he just said, "All right, fuck it, I'm going back to being Mike Tyson, and I I'm mean, gonna kill was dude- fools." I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes a pro boxer soon, actually. And he's talked about Switching it. Switching over. And so is his coach. Yeah, to make more money. Boxing's so shady, though. Yeah, but they don't uh, – he's a big enough big boy that he could step right in there and start uh, boxing, which, you know, speaking of, yeah, he I don't know if you saw the stare down with Ruiz and Anthony Joshua. They're fighting. Uh, is it this weekend? Uh, Their fight's please, coming yeah. up, the rematch. Uh, well, Anthony Joshua cut all mm. of his muscles off. Interesting. Like his coach, I think, said you're too muscly. That was a big problem. He is so much – more dad bought it, so my, you know, bullshit alert goes up. Okay, so he kicked his steroids because he was a freak. He was just built out of granite. Now maybe this will make him faster. Mm-hmm. You know, more limber. I just like Ruiz because he looks like a cartoon <laughs> character. That's my uh, motherfucker, man. I want Ruiz just
0: because I, after hearing him on Logan or on, on Logan on Rogan, uh, and and watching that fight. I want to see him keep going. I don't think it was a fluke that he got the win the first time. I want him to show him what's up. I want to see that between Dante Wilder and Tyson Fury and then whoever wins with Ruiz and Joshua. There is supposed to be that whole unification of the four belts. I would rather see – I want to see that.
1: Yeah, what I hope, and I hate to say this really is hard for me because I'm an Alabama guy. I think Deontay Wilder's got dynamite in his hands, so I'm going to get a lot of hate from my Bama friends. But I would like to see Tyson Fury beat Deontay because I think he he won that first fight. Even though he got dropped on the cards, I had him way ahead. So if Tyson beats Deontay, or Deontay Wilder, I'd like to see – seven foot a thousand Tyson Fury <laughs> fight little Ruiz. And then Deontay dynamite Wilder beat Anthony Joshua's ass. I would that'd love be that. A good, that'd be a good card. And if old Ruiz uh, could shock the damn world, I mean, he's just so damn, he just looks so sweet and he's so nice and his story's good. I want to see right, motherfuckers yeah. like that get paid.
0: Yeah. That's Not that Anthony Joshua was a bad guy, but I do like Ruiz's
1: story. Now, did you hear Jorge calling out uh, Canelo, and Canelo responding very respectfully? He's he's a man that knows an ass whooping. He was like, "With all due respect, Mister Masvidal, who I love, please don't hurt me." I think now I'm not interested.
0: Peace up, Masvidal. There's just something about when you throw that technique that. you're a specialist at something. More so absolutely. than like Mayweather with McGregor. Uh,
1: there was a... Well, I want to see one of them with the balls to come to MMA, though. Like, it's always got to be the, the other kicks. way because there is absolutely zero chance of any of them coming into MMA and winning yeah, a fight. Maybe 1%. But a MMA fighter going to boxing, at least they got yeah, maybe them a 10% Those things
0: will shut you down. Takedowns will shut you down. <clears throat> Uh, for sure Stefan Struve with Ben Rothwell like I said earlier I don't it's amazing to me that they're still fighting oh, that's a both sad. of them
1: <laughs> didn't Stefan Struve have like a heart attack and a hole yeah, in he his heart issues? he's that, a giant that's what stopped
0: him from fighting before so why he's cleared now is interesting I don't know and, and Rothwell dude it just yeah, very know. interesting it, you don't need to be here anymore those are the guys that I expect to see over in Bellator or, like, Ryzen.
1: Yeah. I'm taking Rothwell in that fight by just a KO of if he can get inside and just not struve out. I'm sure he but Who will. cares, really?
0: And Aspid Ladd makes her return after her uh, failed lawsuit. Not lawsuit, but uh, she I know she was trying to get that last one overthrown, and they...
1: Yeah, or yeah, well, Durandame knocked her out. Or she rolled with it. Dropped her. Dude, I've
0: watched that fight so fucker. many times going back. And at first, I was definitely on the side of Durandame. I thought when she like uppercutted and lifted, but watching it, Lad did kind of roll with it more and maybe could have done something had the ref not stopped it. But I'm not super mad at the stop because when she yeah. got hit to drop her down, that that hurt
1: (laughs) yeah for sure but I'm with you I don't think she was out I never thought she was out um so I would err on you know I wish they would have let that go a little bit because for one Aspen Lad's a scrappy motherfucker that's her whole thing like she's a scrappy fuck I think she's gonna work this girl just as a like fuck all y'all fucking me in that last fight and uh She's going to maul this poor girl. Who's she fighting? I've got her right here. Yana... Uh, Yana Kutsin. No, I don't. Kaya?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. No, she's going to kill uh. her. The one that I do have is the the first uh, women's fight is uh, mm. Rodriguez versus Cavillo. And both of those are pretty big uh, prospects. And Rodriguez is stepping in for Claudia Gadelia. Why'd you have to uh, back out? Backing out of this fight. Yeah, and she's... This uh, girl, Rodriguez, she's got two wins. Uh, recently, she beat Tisha Torres and Jessica Aguilar. And uh, old girl, Cavillo, lost to Esparza. And that's her only loss. But I think uh, Rodriguez is going to pull it out. I'm just going to take her I just, as a grinder. Plus, the Cavillo girl, her... Like Her story is interesting. She went to Team Alpha Male, started training. Then her coach got into some shit with the people at Alpha Male, left to start his own gym in Thailand, and she left in the middle of camp and went to Thailand with her coach. Now she's coming here for her fight, and her coach can't get back into the country because of visa issues, so she's not going to have uh, her coach in her corner like all fuck? that. I'm taking Rodriguez.
0: Hell, yeah. I hope she, I hope she gets it. Damn.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna be. Interesting. I mean, I just imagine as a fighter, if you're real, if your main coach isn't in your corner, like dude, that's we that's almost had big a time a Carlos shit.
0: Condit versus Mickey Gall on this card, but it was canceled.
1: Hell yeah! I love some Carlos Condit, man. He doesn't get enough. Uh, there's not enough respect on his name, except for the the true fans that know that motherfucker. That is one, bad, motherfucker. Nope, there's
0: another fight. That's one of my favorite fights. Was
1: uh him versus um Dan Hardy, yeah, Shit, him versus Robbie lawler also, but he, yes, him, he was <laughs> absolutely I know, I Hardy's talking about out. coming back, because no, he was getting knocked out, man, like I remember his well, that last, was, a, it was I mean ugly. Carlos
0: Condon knocked him out it it was um a friend of mine like we would you know, just fuck around you know, slap hands or whatever, just um slap fight whatever fucking around but i would always do like that little just like almost front kick to the shin and (laughs) he he'd laugh at me like dude that is so stupid like i go it's creating separation what do you mean like it's it it works and then so after that fight happened i came in the next day and i showed him the video i go see bitch like that shit works like (laughs) uh Uh, but yeah yeah, it does that is definitely one of my favorite fights that was one of the things that um fighting with myself podcast uh i forget i think it's juicy i forget it i don't i can't remember his actual name but he had asked on twitter like what what's one of your favorite fights and i had put uh edgar versus maynard both of them really i mean dude those those two oh, wars w- were incredible and i f- i feel had i mean yeah. i don't want to say it's sexist but just still women's mma is still younger than than men's mma but if with uh Duraname versus lad had the guy let it go you might have been able to get more
1: out of it yeah and that fight holy shit, what a good job refing that fight did not stop it because there were points in that fight right, it could have been yeah. stopped 10 times
0: yeah but i mean that just shows frankie's heart <clears throat>
1: That fight, those two fights, though, took five years off <laughs> yeah. Green managed <Manor's> career. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's straight up. And, you, and it's understandable. I don't know. Those were those I mean, were how wars. could it not?
0: Those were epic battles that you don't really get anymore.
1: Uh, no, there are a couple of fucking studs, and that was in the – they're very responsible oh, for the growth of the sport, those two fights. Uh, were to finish out huge. the
0: prelims, Thiago Alvarez – Gets his return against Tim Means, which I like Tim Means, the dirty bird.
1: Oh, yeah. Old dirty bird. Got uh, accused of steroids, got cleared. He's the least looking steroid user on planet Earth. He would never, you can tell he's never used steroids. And uh, he got cleared, of course, for a tainted uh, supplement. But when he's right, fucker is deadly. Oh,
0: shit. And then next week, UFC Tour 45. Ah, such a good card.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. I've got, uh, shit, I mean, yeah, what you is got, it, three title uh, fights?
0: Kamara Usman and Colby Cummington, Max Holloway, Alexander Volkanovsky, Molonovsky, Amanda Nunes, yeah. Jermaine Duranmate. which I'm surprised that she wants to fight Nunez, given the fact that she
1: didn't want to fight Cyborg. I mean, I. Man, that's weird, isn't it? Like, very straight. How are you going to pick this one? You wouldn't take Cyborg. Shit. You don't want this. Movie. I mean, maybe she was just making the point
0: of the, you know, she did steroids back in the day, so she shouldn't be allowed or whatever the fucking reason was. But at the same time, you just up and vacated the belt. Like, all right, I'm out of here, bitch. Fuck this.
1: Like that. And never really defended herself about it. Like, just flat out kind of just bitched up and owned it. But damn, that was weird. But you're missing the biggest fight coming up this weekend. You hadn't even mentioned it. Fucking Tito Ortiz is fighting Alberto oh, Del Rio wow. from WWE on the Buttfuck <laughs> Fighting Network. Jesus Christ. On Pay-Per-View He's doing Saturday Knuckle. night. Is that Bear Night No. No, he's fighting Alberto Del Rio in an MMA wow. fight, but it's at same oh, bullshit I literally thought you were saying and I was like, Christ.
0: <laughs> no,
1: Alberto Del Rio, the guy that was a WWE wrestler, he fights <laughs> MMA in a luchador mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tito Ortiz is doing this weekend. Holy shit. How far is that... He must need some money. Jenna Jameson must have robbed him. Yeah, that's
0: when you want to see people find a different avenue. Get into movies. Get into talking. Get into traveling and coaching at gyms or something.
1: Well, see, here's what he's paying the price for is burning bridges with the UFC. Now he's paying the real price for it. Because had Tito shown some loyalty and been a good boy somewhat, He's such a great, that had he stayed on with friends with Dana, he would definitely be employed because he still speaks well. He's still Tito Ortiz. He fucked that all up.
0: But was it more cutthroat in the in the early days? I mean, Dana was more stingy.
1: Oh, for sure. Well, there was a huge conflict of interest too because fucking Dana White actually managed Chuck and Tito at different points, and he's also. The president yeah, like that's, that's a huge conflict of can't interest. can't be doing that shit but it was the wild west but you know you you like to see guys make amends when they're older come back home get you know get recognized but dude with his neck i mean he's had four neck surgeries i just don't want to see the guy like <laughs> carted they're off not, not able to use his uh, fucking legs
0: all those making his return Jose Aldo.
1: Who? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Well, he looks better than ever, dude. He's fucking dropping down a weight mm. class and looks fucking you got, beastly.
0: You Faber's back at it again, over 40 age, kicking ass.
1: Dude, California kid. At what point can he stop being called the kid? Probably though? not. But I mean, Chris, Brian Callen's
0: still called the kid, and he's 50-something. <laughs> uh,
1: That's true. Matt Brown is
0: fighting Ben Saunders on the – prelims but that's the only prelim oh, that it shows God. weird hooray for google sometimes
1: mm. dude i love both those guys i did not know matt brown matt he, the immortal i thought he retired no he's fighting again but if he uh, he's another mm. man him and ben saunders both are getting up there it's not even just the age too
0: it's it's the right no, wars the that they've mileage. been in Especially, I think, when you eat so many elbows, you were, um, rely less on your jiu or submissions, and it's more about throwing them hands that you run into problems.
1: Well, I think Matt Brown's last fight was where yeah. Cowboy kicked his head off, didn't it? I mean, Cowboy killed him. He went dead stiff. Not as bad <laughs> as Kevin Lee's head kick. That's the best in MMA history, as uh, you said history. earlier, but... I don't know. I'll watch that one. That's actually better. More fights on so the like show. Kevin Lee is. Well, shit. So, what are, what's our uh, plan? When are we coming back again? We can
0: regroup next week, go over, recap the 245 right. plus the. or give our actual picks for 245, go over the card of the weekend. Yes. And then we have Eric Anders and then. Right. Done for the month, right? We got holidays and Christmas and all that shit, yep. New Year's. Come back 2020 strong. Start start gearing Dude, up some shit. Them. Get some sponsors going. Start fucking around.
1: Booyah. And uh, I want to get everybody to start, like, the people I know that listen on, a lot of them are on the Married AF Instagram. So I want to get this out to those guys. Start following the Twitter feed, the smoke-throwing Twitter feed. I wanna, we want to grow that Twitter uh, following, we put uh, both me and Joe post on it, and uh you know you can post questions directly there. Just join in on chats when you know Joe asks questions on favorite shit, and just join us on that uh, hashtag MMA Twitter oh, and get involved. Yeah, there's a Got lot of down. great
0: shit. <clears throat> Other than that, dude, 2020 is finin' to be lit.
1: Yep. It's going to be big, goddamn hell. Start with Eric Anders and get those questions in. I've already got a couple from listeners that want to ask him. I don't know if we'll be able to get to all of them because I don't want to keep him a long time. He may stay longer than I'm expecting, but, I mean, I'm cool with getting a couple of listener questions. If they're good, you know, me and you will go through them and pick out a couple. Hell yeah, to, to that ask Dude,
0: that episode listeners. is going to be bomb. I'm super excited about that shit.
1: Shit, I'm going to be nervous. <clears throat> That's one of my damn... Damn, dudes! Damn, shit! Yeah, Uncle Randy's gonna be sweating. <laughs> to let Joe B. handle the heavy lifting on that one, I'm gonna be a fan girl. <laughs> you in that Tom
0: Selleck shirt?
1: <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Do you have? Well, shit, man! Y'all know me. I'm Uncle Randy Hill. I'm at uh, Married As Fuck on Twitter. Check out the show Married As Fuck. Just drop some new hotness. Uh, we're back to our schedule. We're gonna be recording every Sunday or Monday on Married AF. So we'll be having our regular uh, one episode a week coming out. Getting through these holidays, goddamn, but hell, oh, stay with us.
0: You just froze. Uh oh. Well, you know me. I'm at any pod. Yeah, I'm at We're any freezing pod. Freezing a little bit. All over the place. Any pod will do. You can catch me either Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm all over the place. I, got, I just had a dope guest with the Keep Rolling campaign, DeAndre Wilson, on uh, last night. Next week, I have Daniel Underbrink, Adventurer photographer hunter badass badass dude a lot of big things geared up for 2020 there here in a circle civilized creatures all over the place dude we're gonna fucking be blowing up do you have any big goals for this show for next year
1: i just want to talk to as many people that are involved in combat sports as possible to just learn more about it talk with people that enjoy it as much as we do there's tons of people that know more about the shit than me. Yeah. I want to talk to those people, you know. Teach me, goddamn hell. I want to learn. But I also want to let these guys that put it on the line come on here, have free reign. Because uh, a lot of these have, people have really good stories to share. And if we can help in any way to spread those my stories, i want to goal for next
0: year is to have Pat Militage
1: here. Oh, shit. I bust in my <laughs> pants. I'm about to bust now just talking about uh, shit. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Stories that guy could tell or MMA lore. You know where we're at?
0: This is where we end. We will see you next week. Throwing smoke, baby.
1: Yep. We'll see y'all next week.